Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening. So in a change to the advertised schedule, you will notice when you hear his voice that I am not with Simon as advertised tonight. I am with Mr. Eugene Berger, here to gloat, no doubt, uh, after another wonderful South African victory. Big smile on his face as I look at him on screen now. You must be over the moon, Eugene. I would not have said yes if South Africa had lost again today and Robbo would have had to make a plant. No, no. It's, yeah, it's nice to be back in winning ways after the... The, the drilling that India gave us where we came third in that match. But interestingly, good to win a game chasing for a change. That was interesting. And it was at the same ground when where, where India did one over us in terms of, you know, us trying to chase down their targets. So, yeah, very happy with the lads' performance. It's at times, I guess, when Rashid was bowling so well. I mean, he had it on a string and looked like he, he was he was up for the fight. Um, but, yeah, it was, it was nice to come through with a five-wicket win. So Afghanistan won the toss and decided to bat. Now I'm not I'm not really a stats man, so I, I couldn't tell you in all the games at Ahmedabad was that the right call? Was it I mean obviously, you know, it they lost the game, so obviously not the right call, but I think that's more down to their batting performance as a unit rather than the decision made at the toss. Have you got any inkling as to whether more games have been won by the side batting first or batting second in the World Cup? No, like you, not really much of an inkling, but what I ha- what I do know is South Africa, when they bat first, win more than they don't win. Mm. So I think anything that would have happened, they would have said, you know what, we'll make South Africa chase because more than likely they will choke, which they didn't on this game. Mm. I was on one of the WhatsApp groups in the Fig Jam LMS group, and one certain Blake van der Linde said, is South Africa choking already? Of which I told him to wind his neck in. Well, I mean, as a fellow South African as well, you know, you, you wouldn't expect that from Blakey. Fig Jam, what does that, what does that stand for? Um, it stands for freak. I'm good, just ask me. And freak is <laughs> not the word freak. <laughs> Please uh, insert um, explicit as, as from the word if. Yeah. Uh, it it yes, came about, it, it came about, I used to play for an LMS team and they were called the Chucking Chokers. 
And um, they used to have a, an award called the Fig Jam Award, which is somebody that always was, I'm this good and I took that brilliant catch or my 50 was amazing or I took no wickets. Um, when that team disbanded and we were creating a new one, the natural progression of the next name to be given to our team was Fig Jam. So yeah, Fig Jam London. And some wonderful, wonderful blokes that turn out for that, that LMS side on a weekly basis. So back to the game then. Yeah. Afghanistan 2-4-4 all out. I think from memory, from what I heard, Gerald Katsia uh, returning with best uh, career figures of 4 for 44. That's correct, yeah. From 10. Yep. So uh, when we were doing our predictions at the start of the tournament, I backed in Gidi as one of my kind of big four, and he's not really done it for me. But today, what I mean, it's still a bit expensive, 2 for 69 off 8.5. Probably not been quite as good as certainly I would have expected him to be in the tournament. I know he's had been carrying a couple of nickels and he's not played in every game. But what what's your kind of what's the word I'm looking for? I'm looking for a word, but I can't find it. This isn't the first time this has happened and it certainly <laughs> won't be the last. What is your summation, let's go with that wasn't the word I was trying to think of, of the South African bowling unit throughout the tournament. You'd say that the batting's been the strongest suit. Definitely, yeah. My assessment of the bowling unit has been that's it. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> Why didn't you say that when I was struggling? It was just nice to watch you struggle for a change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, with with Janssen out today, I actually don't know whether he was rested or if it was a tactical change because he bowled so badly against the Indians. Maybe he just needed a break. I don't know. But it was nice to see Robada and Ngidi open the bowling. And they were they did they did fairly well. You know, good good couple of dot balls. Ngidi. You know, you, you you expect more from him, but I suppose the challenge that you 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 often have with with Ngidi is he bowls in the tougher periods of the game. You know, he bowls at the death. He yeah. goes for a lot more when people are just swinging the bat at everything. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, Gerald Kutsia, he's been solid, good uh, four for today. He was very excited with his first wicket. I don't know if you saw his celebration, but it was it was a little right. bit OTT. It was over the top there, but yeah, he was very excited. And and I mean, what a revelation Maharaj has been. I mean, he's got it on a string, right? He took his two for, his two for four, for twenty-five. Yeah, some some, some great yeah, bowling. Yeah, it's funny. Funny you say a revelation. I mean, I I rate him highly. I think he's a great multi-format cricketer. I mean, he probably not given enough credit for his batting. Yeah, you know, he's batted well at times. He has, you know, yeah. Tournament. You know, he he certainly got Test match fifties. Yeah. Probably a bit harder in the white ball stuff for him, but you know the, the, he knows which end of it to pick up first. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's definitely one of the the better slockers, as as the way I call it. I mean, if you're looking for somebody to score quick runs at the end of the innings, I've seen him do it in the in in South African colours before. He hasn't had the opportunity mm. to to really do much this tournament because the batting unit has fired. Um, and when he has batted, I mean, against the Netherlands and India, I think he was he was basically just spending some time out there because it wasn't like. You know the the game the game wasn't in the balance where I think it's just good to get some time out there. I think that's a good tactic from people. You know when you're when you're on the when you know you're on the end of the losing team, it's always good just to stretch it out and go as far and as deep as you it's can. Kind of a net. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Just go and go and actually spend a bit of time in the middle. Yeah. I mean, it was that crunch game. And forgive me because I'm probably going to get this wrong. I'm going to say Sri Lanka, but it may have been Bangladesh. Uh, but he actually came in and won the game in that really tight. So who was that again? I can't remember either, if I'm honest. <laughs> I know we won it by one wicket. I think it was Bangladesh. I think it was Bangladesh. Yeah, yeah, and it was it was a much tighter game than it probably ever should have been, to be honest. But but yeah, so just to run, I mean, through the card as it were. I mean, 
Afghanistan were always going to struggle. There was only one batsman in Azmatullah Omazar uh, who got more than 26. Shah got 26. Noor Ahmed, the, the back end batting at nine, got 26. Babar's 25. Zadran they couldn't back up that amazing 100. Against Australia, he was 15 from 30. That must have been, could see his first wicket where he was very excited. Yeah. But yeah, Asmatullah Omazai, I mean, he, he came in and, and hit it clean against the Aussies the, the other day. But, you know, 97 off 107, 7 4 Decent, not out as well. You know, they, they, could have, they could have been bowled out for a lot less had he not have really applied himself. And he applied himself very, very well. Very unlucky not to get that 100. You know, it took um, it took something very special for him not to get there in that field in that Tingidi stuck his boot out and ran out the non-striker. Um, I think he was just really unlucky with a strike. If it was if it was a, another day, he might have got there and he might have got his hundred to become the second Afghanistani player to get a hundred in in the World Cup. I think he deserved it. I, in two I think games he, as well, they'd have been back to back, wouldn't they? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, I think he deserved it. I mean, Rashid Khan did a great job you know, holding fort with him where it looked like they could end up with a, a score of sub 200. And, and yeah, it was just good to see the tail wag and then get to, to, to close to 250. Uh, Andil Fefloquayo, have I got that anywhere <laughs> yeah, near? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, that's spot on. Yeah, spot on. Oh, perfect. Obviously not played a lot. He's, he's come on and fielded this sub when Quinton couldn't be bothered. A few times. Yeah, yes. But he, one for 36 off seven, involves a lot of variations, probably quite difficult to play at times. Yeah. He, he's done a reasonable job, you'd say. And then he came in and he got, well, 39 out with the bat as yeah. well. He's a decent all-round cricketer. It was really funny, though. I mean, you look at the stats and you think he's had a fairly decent knock there. When he came in, he looked like he didn't know which end of the bat to hold because Rashid Khan, I mean, the spinners had him in all sorts of knots. Nur Ahmed, you know, Rashid Khan, they were bowling Mohammed Nabi, they were just bowling unbelievably well. So it was, it was, you know what I really enjoyed watching was they took it deep and then when the seamers came back on, they just absolutely whopped it everywhere. So, yeah. you know, they knew that yeah. they had time. You know, the captain from the Afghanistan point of view did what he needed to. He went for the kill early on by carrying on with his strike bowlers. Unfortunately, on, on this occasion, the likes of Fander Dusen, who held the innings together and, and Petla Choir really, really batted well too, mm. to get us home. Um, Rassi's had a, a decent tournament, hasn't he? He's, a, he's a, I think, probably... Oh, I don't want to say underrated, because I think he is rated pretty highly, but a bit of an unsung hero for South Africa. I, d I don't know what it is with Brandon Dussen. He see, he, he's not shy of a word. Yeah. You know, he's obviously quite a combative cricketer. I don't know whether that many people like him. I just find, I find him... He's, he's almost one of those lads that... Very, very talented, and you appreciate the talent that he's got and the runs that he's made. And but he's quite difficult to love as a, as a, you know, as a neutral. Even you know, he, he's yeah. He I, a, I find it. I find it yeah. quite he's a bit marmite. He is. He has a. I don't know if it's the right term, but he has a resting. He has a resting bitch face. He just looks angry mm, all yes, the time. And I mean, he, yeah. he keeps to himself when he needs to be. And he's just, I think he's very unassuming. He doesn't wallop the ball like mm. somebody like Quinton de Kock or have the elegant shots. It's just a gritty Graham Smith-esque, you know, finding a way how to score runs. And I mean, he's, he's, he's moved himself up into sixth on the player stats in terms of runs scored. You know, he scored 442 yeah. in his nine games at an average of 55. I mean, you can't complain for, for a number three to be, you know, number six up there. I mean, it's good to see that that South Africa have three batsmen in the top ten, which is which is really really positive. Yeah, 
So that would be De Kock, Van der Dussen, and it's got to be Clarsen. Markram, actually. Markram, yeah. Oh, Markram. Yeah. Well, Clarsen got to be too far away. But is he a concern? Because, well, a couple of concerns, actually. From what I did manage to see today, Bavuma is, is hurt his hamstring pretty badly. Yeah. Still went out to bat. But massive, massive risk now with not a huge amount of time between today's game and the semi-final. Like, is your captain going to be fit? Well, I think half of South Africa is hoping that he's not going to be fit just so that we can get Reza Hendricks into the side. I mean, he's come in, he scored 100. Again, I, you know, nothing against him, but he just hasn't scored runs. I think I saw a stat that he's averaging, he scored 90 runs in. He's averaging 20 before today. Yeah, and he's, he's averaging 23 today, I think he's so. averaging 13. Again, I stand to be corrected there. You know, I think no. I think it's in the World Cup. I'm going to say it's about twenty, maybe pushed to twenty-one after today. Yeah, okay. But I mean, still for an opening bat, um, that's not something you want to be averaging, considering when you look at our, no. our other opener who's averaging in the eighties or you know there and thereabouts. So, is is Clarsen considering the start he had to the tournament? Is are we worried about his form now heading into the crunch end of the tournament? No, I just don't think he's he's been. You know, he's got a certain game game style and a certain. It might have worked him out. He likes going back. Rashid Khan skittled him today with a, a really good slider that just came on and nicked the top of off, or I say nicked it, took the top of off right off. Um, but yeah, I mean, from from my perspective, he's still somebody that has a job to do in the semi-final. I think he's also played on pictures that are not being conducive for his style of batting to give it a good wallop. You know, right. you know the, two, the, the the against India and against and against Afghanistan today, they played in the same at the same venue. It's it's one of those venues that turns a lot, where I think the semi-finals in a in a different place, which is a, a good thing for South Africa. It means that they have a different pitch, and I think they've won more often than not when we start looking at that venue. And from memory, I think we are playing in Kolkata, which is which is a a better pitch yes, for us. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, good from that point of view. In terms of the chase, then, because you know, there's, for years and years and years, South Africa have been, you know, at this level that they, they choke when chasing, blah, blah, blah. Obviously, against a team in Afghanistan that have probably overachieved in the World Cup, it's obviously a key to get a win uh, chasing. You're going to play against Australia in the semi final. Yep. Does chasing two hundred and foot well two hundred and forty five to win today against Afghanistan? What kind of does that give you enough confidence to then maybe think you can chase against Australia, or is that is it just a case of okay, we've kind of proven a little bit of something, but it was against a team that we should expect to we should expect to score two hundred and forty five against anybody. Yeah, you know, can, are they going to really struggle to chase three twenty three thirty against? Or do we do we genuinely think that you know if they field first they've got the opportunity? Um, I, look, I'm using Afghanistan as the measuring stick because the fortunate thing is Australia played Afghanistan on Tuesday. Uh, Afghanistan scored two ninety one, yeah. and an Indians from Maxwell, you know, held them to got got Australia to the victory. South Africa had this in a little bit more of a convincing way today, where Afghanistan only scored two forty four and then chased it down five yeah. down. Admittedly, it didn't look as convincing as those five wickets, but. You use Afghanistan as a yardstick there. You'd like to think that in that semi-final. And look, we're at knock we're at knockout cricket now. Anything can happen. And that goes for the same for the second semi-final. If if it is as we think it's going to be in India versus New Zealand, you know, New Zealand can do one over on arguably what we think is an unbeatable India side. So yeah. from my perspective, I think South Africa, Australia come come Sunday, Saturday, should I say. 
I think I think it's going to be a really, really sorry Wednesday. Why am I saying Saturday? It's Wednesday next week that they play. I think it's going to be a really, really good fight, and you know, may the best team win, and hopefully that is South Africa. Well, obviously they had that wonderful series, didn't they, just before the World Cup, where I think the Aussies went two 0 up, and then the South Africans came back to win it three two. So, you know, there is some recent history between the two. Uh, they've obviously played each other in the World Cup, uh, and I think that you know, two two really, really strong sides going at it, and I, and I think that both semi-finals are, are going to. I just hope that the Kiwis' injury problems aren't really going to hurt them against India because. I think they could be two fantastic semi-finals. And just before we move on to tomorrow, Afghanistan, you've got to say, you know, they've achieved, overachieved compared to what we would have expected at the start of the tournament. But those guys, you know, Jonathan Trott is their head coach, their entire staff, and the the lads who have played in, in throughout this World Cup, on you know, in Afghanistan's colours, can be extremely proud of what they've they've done. They've brought a lot of smiles to a lot of faces with the cricket that they've played. Yeah, absolutely. Um... I, I, I don't think anybody would say that Afghanistan shouldn't be in the Champions Trophy come next year. I think they deserve their place. They've played phenomenal cricket. Um, they've been led very well. They've grown as a team, which is more important. You know, I've seen some of these guys come through where they didn't know which end of the bat to hold at the beginning of the tournament to, you know, them almost oh. scoring 200. So, yeah, it's been a fantastic transformation that they've been through from the beginning to the end, you know. It feels like it was about ten years ago that we started, but you know, it's good to see them. It's good to see them maturing as the tournament's gone on. Absolutely. So on to tomorrow then. Yeah. Um, now, well, if if people want to get up at the Sparrows Far, yeah. uh, Australia versus Bangladesh starts at five a.m. Yeah. Moving swiftly on, because I certainly will not be unless unless. The baby, unless the baby wakes me up, in which case I will be yeah. up. Uh, but he, he likes to watch like Miss Rachel and other terrible children's stuff. Um, so I won't be watching the cricket regardless unless I've got it on my phone. Uh, but then obviously England against Pakistan. Now, we know that the, there are certain... Permutations. Think permutations, yeah, that, that mean Pakistan can go through into full spot, but it looks incredibly unlikely. Yeah. England playing for pride. Yeah. You know, they still really probably could do with that extra two points to guarantee. Oh, what we have, what, or, or will they? Because what we haven't talked about yet, Sri Lanka. We'll do that in a second. <laughs> no, no, we'll do that tomorrow um, when Robbo's on. <laughs> I will do that. Yeah, oh, <laughs> right. Okay, yeah, yeah. Robert, Mister Opinionated, Mister Roberts. Yeah, I'll t- I'll discuss that with him tomorrow. Yeah, the no, no, no. It's me and you again tomorrow. It's uh, I'm with Simon on Sunday. But England against Pakistan, how do we how do we expect that to, to go? We're expecting a good game. I'm expecting a England good game and I'm expecting time. England to win this one because I think that they are playing oh. for a lot of pride. I think I think England are hurting. I think they're gonna come out and, and, and try and play the cricket that they try to play throughout the tournament. Not saying that they haven't played well, but they just haven't they haven't clicked and I think I think tomorrow is gonna be the game where they come out firing and, and, and put on a good show. Either, you know, I think I've gone I haven't gone thrashing, but I've gone win comfortably on on Super Brew, which is good. Okay, right, interesting. Yeah. Well, there you have it, folks. I'm not going to give my predictions because they're always wrong. Um, but Eugene says comfortable win for England tomorrow. One correction we quickly um, do have I... to issue is that Maharaj, okay. that w- that winning game was against Pakistan. By the way, I forgot about that. It was. Pa- oh, of course it was because that was a yeah that was a crunch yeah, game. Yeah, it was. For Pakistan, it was. Yeah. Yeah. So well, welcome for that correction. Right. I don't think I've said anything to you tonight that will cause a Twickenham faithful to, to get on my back, which is nice. But yeah, two big games tomorrow. As we say, Afghanistan can leave this year's World Cup absolutely heads held high. 
Uh, phenomenal performance from them. We've got two fantastic semi-finals to look forward to over the next three months. And yeah, maybe at some point during Gary, we will be able to say goodbye to the, the 2023 World Men's World Cup. I will be back with Mr. Berger tomorrow. Yep, you will actually. Yeah. We will be talking about Sri Lanka and the news that's come out about Sri Lanka today. You know, governmental problems, you know, cricket board problems. You know, not not the first time we've heard this about Sri Lanka during our lifetimes. Um, but hopefully by tomorrow we'll have a bit more on that so we can form a, a slightly better uh, conversational piece about it. But until then, thank you as always for joining us. Thank you to Eugene for joining me. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you again tomorrow. Lots of love. Cheers. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.